Hopefully this text isn't coming at you too early because it is the day after the 4th. But thank you and yours for tuning into The Dose. Dose. Happy 5th of July. Jeremy Clevin here. One more day without the magic man. and He should be back tomorrow from his uh, sabbatical. Uh, the beast behind the glass. You see him? Would you look at him? I'm right here. <laughs> He's here. There he is. There he is. Brian nice. Filson's here. Back for the last round. Brian North. My man. Always, always bringing the heat. So, I love it. We, this has been a, this has been a, uh, you know, kind of an off track, not off track, but a, uh, an outside the box is probably the better yeah. you know, series with you. You know, yep. I mean, people just a heads up. First of all, thanks to our sponsors, VIP mortgage and Alliance <laughs> property inspections well and a little plug that, uh, you can always go back on the dose type in, uh, I'm sorry, on SoundCloud type in, uh, uh, you know, my home group daily dose, and you can put in your favorite, you know, person that you like in the industry. You can type in Brian North and you can hear all kinds of episodes Thanks going back that. a while, you know, and, yep. and that's why we did a replay of yep. yours because again, you know, you're, you're, you're always, you know, delivering, but this, this series has been, you know, a little outside the box and I love it. You know, I mean, this is, this is, you know, it gets a little stale for us too, right? Mm-hmm. Constantly talking about, uh, you know, business and prospecting and these things. And yep. again, they're all important. They're, we, we got to keep focus on those things and keep focus on getting better. Right. But I like mixing it up a little bit and bantering back and forth with you, you know? Me too. And it's yeah. the, the fun part for us, man, I think is our friendship grows this environment. You and I just sitting here, the only difference yeah. between the conversation we're having on there's air and there's a microphone yeah, yeah, in our face, yeah. you know, that's it. Um, we're just talking about real life. I think yeah. that's, what's fun. I mean, we, we don't really sit down the two of us and go, so what'd you do to prospect yeah. today? I mean, that's just not, <laughs> not to take anything away from what happens here on the dose, but right, right. I think just the evolution of our friendship and getting comfortable here in studio and really just being able to talk about, like when you ask me a question, what is it that you're working on right yeah. now? I'm telling you what I'm working on yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. As yeah, if, yeah. you know, I'm just sitting with a pal kind of, yeah, yeah. you know, going sure. through it. So no, it's man, real. it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate you giving me the the platform to kind of just spew. I mean, like you said, there's no rehearsal here, man. We just go. So we just I appreciate go. you trusting me I, for yeah, it. Yeah, you 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 know that by now. Yeah, yeah. We just we just go and wing yeah. it and you know, and I and I want to thank you on behalf of the industry, you know, and I wanna I wanna thank you probably on behalf of the agents that are, you know, associated with you and your brokerage and the people that follow you, you know, and the people that look up to you and the um as a as a voice, you Thanks, know, in, in, in our industry for sure. Um, you know, you, you deliver the message, you know, you, you, you articulate very well, you know, and you always bring the heat. So Thanks, much appreciated, I, man. My, Keep my pleasure, man. Anytime you ever want me, I'll be here and, uh, whatever I'm going to do to help out. It's been a lot of fun. We've done some fun things. Dude. Yes. Remember yes. being on stage with 800 front yeah. to back yeah. rocking the mic. I mean, <laughs> we've done some fun stuff. It's man. funny it's cool you say that here. because yeah. that's that kind of what I have on my mind. Yeah. You know, the part of that concept and you're referring to the November event that yep. we did what, almost three years yeah. ago now. It's yeah. crazy. Jeez. Time is flying. Remember that Byron? I certainly you do. Byron yeah. was there. We yeah, recorded the dose on the Live spot. on stage. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, really cool. That was awesome. Yeah. But you know, part of what we were doing that, you know, the, the, the general concept of what we were doing that day uh, it was kind of a three-part deal with, you know, the first thing being, you know, mindset. You yep. know, we talked about that the last few days, you know, the mindset, making the decision, you know, truly buying in and being committed and not, and not just, you know, we have, we haven't really talked about, but not just dabbling, right. Not just kind of playing around, but like wholeheartedly diving in much different thing. Right. Um, and then, you know, obviously getting productive, you know, and how to, how to, you know, build a business. Uh, but you know, when we've built a business and if we are fortunate enough to start reaping those benefits, reaping the rewards of that, uh, the last piece of that was the financial liter- literacy sure. and leg- you know legacy, yep. you know, and and if we made a couple bucks, you know, then what? Yep, right for sure. It's a 
You know, it's that thing. I mean, we've talked a lot about long game this week. You know what I mean? And really focusing on what big picture is and instant gratification. We've talked a lot about that. And, um, you know, instant gratification when it comes to money is really, really easy because as you start to make it for the first time, make a new, uh, you you reach a new rung on the ladder in terms of income. uh, All of a sudden you've got a little extra. And when you have a little extra, you'll start to tell yourself stories about what you deserve, right? Or that you've earned something. Uh, And typically those things that you deserve or that you earn are generally impulse, right? Generally, when we make our first new rung on the ladder and we make that first new uh, source of income, you know, we don't look in the mirror and go, you know what? I deserve a 401k. You know what I mean? It's just not what we do, right? I, uh, unfortunately, I wish we were taught that way, but that's not what we say, that's right? Amazing. We look in the mirror and we say, I deserve a new watch, or I deserve a new pair of shoes, or I deserve a trip. And by the way, there's not any, there's nothing wrong with that, right? At some point, you do have to celebrate your wins sure. along the way. Sure. Uh, it's real. At the same time, though, you know, we, most of us, whether we were a child, literally a child, we have children from 2006, seven, eight, nine, and 10 that are now entering our industry. And whether you are a product of that downturn uh, in the industry or just in life in general, we have a historical track record that says it won't be as good as it is like it is forever. So what can we do to plan for a rainy day? Pretty simple. And so, you know, I I will share with you what I fundamentally, I I stuck to fundamentals. I'm pretty risk adverse for the most part. Uh, I saw Gary Vee, who we talk about a lot. I saw him post a, 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 a meme on Instagram the other day. It said, don't be fancy until you're fancy. (laughs) I thought that was pretty cool. Right. Which is like, you know, do it when you have extra resources, but until then continue to plan for that rainy day, so to speak. And so for me being relatively risk adverse and coming, I don't have a contingency plan, right? I can't fall back on, you know, family or I can't fall back on, you know, my last job certainly doesn't pay like this one does. So when you don't have a contingency plan, you play it a little different. And for me, it was fundamental investments, right? I mean, I went to, I was referred to a a, a financial services wealth manager uh, who actually, I got to say his name, John Arnold. Uh, He's with Southwest Wealth Strategies. He's been a massive influence on my life. A number of our agents uh, collectively and friends work with John Arnold. Um, And so uh, he's been really impactful in my life. And we started with just get yourself fundamentally set up, right? Which was start a SEP IRA, right? Get an IRA set up. There's tax shelter associated with it. Uh, you know, get a, a basic ta- uh, stock account going. I mean, whatever it is that you can fundamentally afford based on your retirement plan. Do you mean like a real stock account that's like diversified or one yes. that's like overly inflated and <laughs> absolutely worth dog? Yeah, no. <laughs> Oh, Wait, yeah. Byron, why are you talking yeah. like that? Yeah. <laughs> I know. What were you? Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, one that actually okay, yeah, got it, diversified. Got it. Okay. You got it. Got it. So, uh, so then from there you kind of grow for us, we had children. So 529 accounts for our kids, which, you know, the jury's out on that one more and more, you know, what does higher education really mean when the entrepreneurial self-starter world? Again, I'd love that. De- I love that debate, but we did do 529 accounts from there. Uh, that was something I didn't know to invest in, but I can turn the volume up on risk tolerance, right? We joked yesterday about risk tolerance, right? right? right. Um, but you can turn the volume up on that. I can call John and go, John, things are changing in my business right now. I want to dial it down the low risk. And he'll, it's his job as my, you know, uh, financial guy, service yeah. guy to turn down the risk. If things are feeling good right now and I want to take a little bit of my portfolio and turn up the risk, we can do that. So that's why that worked for me. Right. And there's historical proof of the S and P 500 and things like that, that say safe place to park my money. Right. Especially if there's tax shelter. Next thing from there was invest in what I know. 
Okay. That's a pretty simple one. I know real estate. So I've been investing in real estate really since I've, since 2008 was when I made my first real estate investment. And uh, I've continued to grow my knowledge in there through, you know, asking mentors and, and, uh, practicing really being a practitioner of investing in real estate. Uh, and then you grow that, that asset class, right? You start out with your first little condo and you grow the condo to a house and you grow the house to a bigger house and you take that house and chop it into two. There's a game that we've been playing since we were little kids uh, called Monopoly. Monopoly. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, It's really the same exact thing. It actually can be played in real life. Uh, but I will tell you, um, you really do have to practice and apply. Um, I was with my kids again. I told you the other day, same conversation that we're having about the hunt, the dollar bill and the hundred dollar machine that spits right, out hundred dollar right. bills. And, uh, I asked him when you earn a dollar, how many video games should you buy? And of course my little guy goes, all of them, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's his answer. My big guy goes, he's, he knows I'm asking him a critically thought question. Right. And we whittled it down. He goes, well, I don't know, as many as you can buy. I said, how much money do you make off of a video game? Uh, now, this is my oldest son, Royce, goes, well, if you're a YouTuber, you make a lot of money off video Ooh, games, right? So he blasted gotcha. me. But, but in the spirit of what he did say, that, in the spirit of what we're talking about, he said, none. I said, so how many video games should you have? My little guy responds, I want to make daddy proud. He says, zero. And I said, no. And Royce, critically thinking, and my oldest says, maybe like 10 and the answer really is like that, right? If you're impulsive and you buy all of them when you're making your newfound income, then you have nothing to invest for the long term and you're left to work for the rest of your life. If you plug some in and you invest along the way, then you're going to have it pay you back along the way. So you can, in effect, work less or work on the things you want to work on, right? That's the difference. But the key point that Royce mentioned, my oldest son, was have 10 Somewhere in the middle, you do deserve it to celebrate the wins. And you do have to have that thing that you've been working toward. Uh, but for us, man, it really has been graduating from starting with those basic investments, saving for a rainy day. We always pay ourselves first at my house. That's a saying that we have. Great book I read a long time ago. It was at least great then. It was called The Automatic Millionaire. And the idea of the book was to automate paying yourself first. And then whatever's left over, you can buy what you deserve instead of buying what you deserve. So automate, take 10% of every check and put it into an investment account, right? And then take and pay your bills and then whatever and pay your taxes and then whatever you have left over, you can buy what you deserve, right? So pretty much that principle we've applied along the way. And uh, just to share with you, and it's not a tout as much as it is uh, just like, hey, it really can come true. I don't even know if I shared it with you, but a week ago, we closed on our first commercial building, right? So really moving up from that place of those base. And I didn't know any of this stuff, right? I didn't know none of it. I wasn't born. My mom, uh, my mom to this day, straight up is a grocery checker at the grocery store. Okay. My dad's a plumber. So as neither of them have shown me the financial, the financial way it's through saving, right? Knowing I didn't have a contingency plan, uh, not buying into my impulse, saving for a rainy day, asking mentors for education and growth along the way, That's it. continuing to apply, absolutely celebrating my wins as they come and get to a place where now, you know, I can look around and go, great. I've got a good enough foundation now that if a rainy day comes, we're going to stick around for a little while. We've got some staying power and that's really the long game. And if we can get there, I don't know what the nuggets are, Jeremy, that you hear that you can take away for the audience, but all the you know, above. a little bit of a story there. All so, the above. Yeah. I mean, those, those are all good yep. nuggets and yep. all things that all of us should be thinking about. I don't care what business and what industry you're in. You know, that's the other thing that I've loved about this series is have, hasn't been very, you know, real estate agents, you know, focused for the, this is, this is life. Yep. Right. Real deal. Real deal. Yep. I don't care what you're doing and what industry you're in. It doesn't matter. Yep. Right. I mean, this is real life, real deal. And, you know, planning and preparing for the future. And, 
and you know, again, for the folks in our industry, um, you know, you've heard us say 500 times of, of, of treating and operating this like a business, That's right? right? And, and the things that you're talking about and the things that you're doing are the things that business owners and operators do, yep. right? Generally speaking, right? Generally speaking. It should be doing. Should be F- doing. Fundamentally, should be doing. right? Not right. everybody needs to chase that right. big portfolio, do that whole thing, whatever they, I'll right. tell you, I did mine, Jeremy, off of fear. Yeah. I was scared. Yeah. The accumulation of that foundation, right? I probably would have been okay for a year or two of staying power a few years ago, but just fear alone. And I'm sure, I hope there's people listening that can resonate with that. They're just, they're just scared of being broke all the time. Yeah. It's not, you know, I needed to hoard a bunch of money. It would, because I needed to show it to people. Right. In fact, I'm really the opposite in my personal life. Most of my friends know that, but at the end of the day, it was really getting to a place where it was, you know, business owners should be looking to the future to go, ultimately not, it was fear of being broke and it was fear of, 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 uh, um, disappointing, letting down, failing the people who've entrusted me. Yeah. Right. Those yeah. two things keep us hustling for that foundation. Oh, and so I, can, I know, you know, the uh, feeling, yeah. brother. Yeah. 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 hundred percent yeah. yeah. on both those fronts, yeah. you know, tons of fear as well. Yeah. You know, we, we went through the, the worst of the worst, yeah. you know, and absolutely we're broke. No, know, know what that feels like, yeah. you know, it's, we don't talk on theory, you know, and, uh, we didn't have anyone to bail us out at that time either. I mean, we were, scraping and clawing every which way we could trying to survive. And somehow, some way we got through and, you know, and, and, you know, and plugging away and staying committed and all these things. And then, you know, the, the, the skies part. Is there right? one thing you remember? Sorry to be the questioner no, no, on this. Is it. there one thing you remember from the scrape and claw days where you're like, yeah, dude, that's when I was scraping and clawing. Like, what was that? Do you have that oh, reference, God, I, that I reference always, point I always in your head? Do. There's yeah. two, there's two things. Yeah. There's two things. Yeah. There's two things. I, for quite a while, was literally scraping the middle console of my car for change to get burritos from Taco Bell. Yeah. Like, I, that, I, all I had for dinner from, was burritos from Taco Bell for like a week straight one time, yep. you know? And I was like, finally, like someone, I don't even remember who, like home-cooked meal. And I was like, hallelujah. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. like, you know what I mean? Yep. Uh, you know, and then the other one is, you know, we were, we were, and Mark and I both were going through this at the same time, you know, running from the repo man. Yeah. We were paying our 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 car payments on the 29th day of the 30 day late yep. so not on time yep. on the 28th day but of the next cycle yep. right so that it's it you know what i mean and and literally is you know pulling into the you know to the, we have we're living in a you know a condo at the same but it had like a like a townhouse yep. with a garage and so it was literally pulling into the garage and before you get out of the car shut the garage door behind you because the freaking repo man in the, those are uh, those moments yep. and because again it's back to that fear yeah are they going to get it? Yeah. Is he here? Is he going to want, you know, are they, you know, and it's like, those are the worst of the worst totally. of the worst. Absolutely. It. The worst gut punch feeling mm-hmm. you could ever have. And that's helped shape us. Right. I mean, these are the things that we look back in the course of our career and say, uh, we're thankful for that, that we went through that in our late twenties, early thirties, because, you know, as you know, I've been, I've been in this industry since I was 21 years old and we had the run up of the market. You know, I got in the business 2001. We had the run up and, Oh four, oh five, oh six. Where all you had to do was, you know, put your hand up and you got a deal, and it was easy money, right? And we were on both sides of the equation doing loans, and you know, and it was we were doing fantastic, and it all came crashing down. And it was like, oh wow, okay, it's a little bit of a wake up call. Totally, you know, it's not going to be like this forever. And again, this not for it's not a subject, or, or we don't need to go down this trail necessarily. But you know, we're not in the same situation that we were in those days in terms of the you know finance, you know, you know guidelines and the volatility of the market yep. and all those things. But if things do condense, or if they you know if they soften, or 
you know, who knows what the future holds, right? You know, it's, it's that financial, you know, staying power. I love the, the, the phrase staying power so that you are going to be able to get through it. And again, back to the point of like businesses sustain, yep. right? If you have a business, if you're relying on a lead gen platform or Zillow or this or that to be the backbone of your business, I think that you need to, in my humble opinion, I think you need to reevaluate. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying don't do it, but I mean, look at the people that have been around this industry for 10, 15, 20, 30 years that have these tremendous businesses, mm-hmm. you know, did they do that stuff? No, no. Yep. You know relationships, I mean? relationships, relationships, Boom. relationships. That's What's it. it come back to? Every single time. Relationships. That's right. Every single time. Yep. You know what I mean? I mean, the elite producers have tremendous relationships, whether it with individuals, whether with corporations, whether with whatever it may be, they have relationships, right? They nurture them. They know how to deliver you know, and then they're like, we've been talking about keeping the theme going. They're constantly focused on getting better. And how, you know, how do I get better? Constantly, you know, that's it. And again, you see the most elite business folks on planet earth, you know, that can't walk into a 30 minute meeting without saying, how can we do this better? That's right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got so, at all times. At all times. That was my literally had that meeting yesterday. Yeah. Right. Me, Stephanie, our marketing manager sitting in the room going literally down to how do we restructure meetings? Yeah. How do we restructure meetings so that we are more efficient, get more done, execute more, have better communication, more efficient? I mean, really? Like we're having a meeting about how to restructure meetings. Now you could make fun of that, right? Uh, and go like, oh, it's good. typical meetings, meetings. But it's like, yeah. I mean, that's the granular nature of getting better, right? Yep. And if it's really just about a better script, constantly a better script, man, missing the point, right? right. right. Like we talked about eat better, exercise, right. yeah. watch how better your script is. Right. Right. It's, right. it's really constantly working on the granular things. Yeah. Like feel better, better yeah. have more energy, yep. come across clearer, more articulate, yep. you know, all, all things way, more patient. Imagine that right? more understanding. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's all, it's all there. It's all Look at have. us, man. We're so fluffy on a Are fifth of July. So Holy soft? cow. I'm going to stand up and hug it out. So soft. Yeah, I know. Oh, well, <laughs> that's what happens. Hey man, here. this has been a great series. I want to thank so you again. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate you and all you do. Yep. Keep right rocking, back at my you guys. man. Cheers miss miss to Mark you. on this one. Yeah. It's okay. Well, we'll get you back. I know. I mean, it's I a matter of so. time. I hope you know so. what I mean? It's yeah. like a cyclical deal, you yeah. know? You know, we're biannual, triannual. Biannual. <laughs> I like it. Thanks so much, man. Thank I really you, appreciate man. it. Thanks, Byron. Hey, good to see you, brother. Thanks, everyone out there. Have a great day. Great rest of the week. Talk to you tomorrow. See you. Peace. Bye. <laughs>